I think people in Web3 have a very distorted view of what competition is. In my opinion, as someone who is for free markets, capitalism, and so forth, I think competition is a very good thing. Now, as someone who grew up playing all sorts of sports, I am a football player, someone who was driven by competition, business, just selling and getting to number one, all those different things, I 100% endorse competition. However, I think people's view of competition within Web3 is just completely wrong. We're gonna dive into that today. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. So in my quest to being the number one podcast with NFTs, I would love it if you shared the show with a friend. Anyone that is interested in these things that I cover, I would appreciate it 100% if you screenshot, tag, do whatever you have to do to just share this with a friend, either this episode or the show in general, 100, 1000%, I would appreciate it if you do that. If you've been listening, I appreciate you. Now, when it comes to competition, yes, I just said getting to number one, that is one of my goals, that is what I love. That's what we are wired to do, especially in a fairly male-dominated industry. Testosterones are flying in competition. You know, we're trying to kill woolly mammoths and lions and tigers and bears. That's how guys are just wired, generally speaking. However, when it comes to this stuff now, I think we have such a skewed opinion of what competition is within Web3. We often look at this and speak about this stuff as if it is a zero-sum game. Every single time I am in a particular space and Web3 gaming, NFT gaming comes up, guess what the very first thing people will say, well, if it's not Fortnite, if it's not Grand Theft Auto 6, why even build it? No one's going to play with this. That, I think, is one of the silliest statements. You know what? I'll take it a step further. I think that's one of the dumbest statements to actually make because that worldview is a worldview in which competition is all or nothing, right? First of all, what percentage of game players has ever played Grand Theft Auto? I know my mother, my aunt, and all of those people that have the time of their life playing games all day in retirement on their phone have never played Grand Theft Auto. In fact, they don't even know what Grand Theft Auto is. So when we're looking at the world, the population, the percentage of people that are saying measure every single game against Grand Theft Auto, Fortnite, and all these games, and if it's not Call of Duty, just don't even release it. It doesn't make sense. I think that is a very skewed worldview. It's not all or nothing, right? There's very different pockets. And not to mention, the same person could play Grand Theft Auto, could play Fortnite, could play Call of Duty, and multiple other games, including Words with Friends and whatever else is on the phone, right? They could be in a whole bunch of different pockets. It's not like they can only pick one. This is not like picking a spouse, well, in theory, <laughs> I guess, depending which culture you're on. But let's just assume you only have one spouse and you're going to be dedicated to this one person, right? That is not how these games or these projects are. So even when you had these different women-led projects, I remember in the spring of the women-led projects, everyone was saying, oh, there's so many different ones. This is what I'm endorsing because I wanted a women-led project in my portfolio. Well, first of all, it's like, What's stopping you from supporting more than one whatever-led project? What's stopping you from supporting a different game? What's stopping you from supporting anything else? You can be in multiple communities. You can be in multiple different things. You can have multiple games. I understand there is time limits, 24 hours in a day. We have to pick and choose. However, I think the idea that everything has to be competing with that is just completely ridiculous because if you look at Minecraft, Minecraft is not competing with Grand Theft Auto, 
These are multi-billion dollar games and ecosystems. Their audiences, everything they do is completely different, right? So that idea needs to go out of the window. Then on the second side is the idea of we have to basically stomp on each other, our quote unquote competition within the space, because there is only but so many people in the space. Money can only go but so far. And we basically have to launch before another project within the region, whether it be a music project. We have to get our song out before so-and-so because we know that we roll in the same circles. And if they release before us, then guess what? It's not going to sell. Like That mentality has to really stop. Just, just get it out there, right? Again, same thing. There's more than enough room for someone to have different songs, different musics, or different pieces of art, whatever it might be. And I understand money is an issue. And even with myself, like I don't have just unlimited funds to just go out and purchase every single NFT that I want to support. And I understand that you're trying to go out there and compete, but that person really isn't a direct competition with you. So let's just say, for example, I'm going to use myself, this whole podcast game. Let's step out of Web3 in case I'm rubbing your feathers the wrong way when I'm speaking about this stuff when I say the word you. So I am a Web3 podcaster. I speak about NFTs. Do you think I was the first person to ever get on the microphone and start speaking about NFTs? No, absolutely not. In fact, I found out about what an NFT was on a podcast. Granted, it was a business podcast, but after listening to that business podcast, the guest that was on the show had a show that was called The Nifty Show. So if you notice anything that's going on here, this is nifty business because I took a different approach. I want to speak about NFTs. I like the word nifty. And I was giving a nod to that originator where I got the idea, Joel Common, Travis Wright, who had the nifty show. I launched nifty business, put my own spin on it. The way I do my podcast, completely different than yours. They are an acquired taste. They have the bad crypto podcast and so forth. And they intertwine their personality, their politics, their worldviews, all sorts of different things. And they will rub people the absolute wrong way or they will stroke people the right way and they absolutely love them and they will only listen to them and so forth, right? So each single person is going to be different. So yes, the vast majority of us have a limited number of podcasts that we listen to, especially when you say with a specific topic, we have 24 hours in a day and I understand that. However, I know if I am true to myself, I just do my own voice, put my own personality in the show, do the type of show that I would like to listen to, or in the case of how I actually do it, I have an avatar, which is a person that I'm trying to reach, one individual person. And in case you don't know who that is, that is Richie. I described him in episode number 465, Are You the Nifty Business Avatar? You can listen to that episode, hear all about that. I create the content for that person with the assumption that if there is one person like him, which is primarily my personality mixed in with some of my friends and people that are in this entrepreneurial trying to figure things out, love tech kind of world. If there's one person like him, there's going to be others like him. And that's who I made that content for. With my personality, that's the secret sauce, if you will, because there's only one me. So when it comes to competition, I like to think I have zero competition in this world because there's only one me. So when I put out things to Richie with my personality in it, guess what? I am the only show in town, right? The, uh, this, this is the only show that's going to combine those two things. Now, my life experiences, everything that I have, and that's why I put these like analogies and stories, bring in business stuff, because that's what's unique to me. I can easily just go to the news feed and start ringing off the latest news and just do all of that stuff. Well, that's not unique. And that can be duplicated by every single person within the space. Just go read off their Twitter timeline, right? But what makes it unique, makes it something that has no competition is that it's my own spin. Now, getting back to this whole Web3 thing, 
it's not all or nothing. Each single person, each single company, whatever it might be, whether it be an artist, a real business that's providing a value or something, they can get their own secret sauce. And at the end of the day, people can make their choices, right? Not everyone in the market for a vehicle is looking at a Tesla, right? Not everyone in the market for a plane ticket is looking at Spirit Airlines. If you know what Spirit Airlines is, I often joke, it's a public bus in the air. Anywho, so not everyone is in that same camp. You're not competing with anyone for them per se. But going back to the whole thing, I initially started off by saying, what? I am a competitive person. I want to be number one. I like competition. And that's the other extreme now. There is the set of people that is like, oh, kumbaya, we all get along. We're all going to make it. And I think that is also equally nonsense. We don't live in a world like that where everyone makes it. Remember Wag Me. When's the last time you heard that? I loved Wag Me when we first come into the space, really because it sounded like Wagwan, which is how you say what's up here in Jamaica. But we're not all going to make it because that's just not the nature of the beast. It's not how life works, right? We are in a meritocracy in the sense that people are rewarded for their performance. And I know that rubs people the wrong way and things like, no, that's not true. But yeah, it really is, right? The cream always rises to the top. If you are the best at what you do, you are providing real value in any single area. Eventually, you're going to stand out in one way or another. So the best solution for you is the best solution for you. Once that gets before you, guess what? You're not going to go anywhere else because nothing exactly fits you like that solution. So think of that when you're actually going out there now and we're talking about competing. Well, yeah, we're trying to compete to be the best for whatever it is. And I want to be the best podcaster. I want to be the best business person. I want to be the best athlete. I want to be whatever it is. And this is not just we're all going to make it. Let's no. Like I'm going to really go out there, just put my 110% into whatever it is, because I truly believe that if I do that, the cream will rise to the top and everything will work itself out. Is everything fair? No, I'm not even going to say everything is fair. Do people have different obstacles, things that are working against them and so forth? Yes, absolutely. But this is not kumbaya. That's not how life works. And so when we come into the space and people try to shy away from competition, try to play nice, like to me, it's kind of like hypocritical. It's kind of two-faced. Like it's almost like, oh, you're just saying what's politically correct on the surface because we know that's what just jives good on uh, Twitter spaces, right? or X spaces, I should say. I'm not saying stab anybody in back, do anything crazy of that nature, because if you know me, you know my personality, I like to think I'm one of the most supportive people that you'll come across, because I do not see people as threats. I want to help you to get to where you're going, because I truly believe what you put into this world is what you get back. What you sow is what you reap. So I put out good deeds. I do good things for people. I'm not being some malicious guy trying to trip everybody, because at the end of the day, what I just said, put these two things together. Being a competitive person, trying to be number one, get to the top of whatever field, have the best business, the best project, the best art, whatever it is, does not mean that it's either you eat or the other person doesn't eat. So when founders and teams and projects and people just take that out of your mind, just say, look, it doesn't matter how many people are in this as long as I can serve the people that I want. Like, cool. Like at the end of the day, it's going to work itself out. That is something I truly believe. I stand by it 100 percent. Not just when I was managing my family business with our staff and everything we're competing. It's ridiculous how many people are in this town selling the exact same thing that we sell. And it got to the point where people are looking at the prices and saying, oh, $2 here, $2. I'm like, look, don't worry about that. We take care of our customers. We do what we do. We be the best at what we do. It cannot be duplicated. Don't look at the price. Don't look at this. Don't look at that. Like everyone can sell. Everyone can do everything. We're open at the same time. Our competitors who used to look at us, they open a half hour before us, try to extend a little bit. They would go a little bit before. So look, like 
is tit for tat. There's always going to be one other thing you can open later. You can cut a dollar here. You can cut this, cut, but it's, this is not a race to the bottom. We're trying to do the best that we can. We're going to be number one, regardless of what they do. Who are we looking at? We're serving our customers, right? So bringing this all into Web3, I think that's something that we really need to grasp in this space in the sense that these two extremes are just unhealthy. So find balance. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. I think competition is absolutely amazing. I think it's great. It brings out the best in us. But at the same time, you can be competitive without being a just total jerk, right? I think of back to the days of playing football right through high school and into college. Like when I got onto the field, I wanted to lay lumber. I wanted to hit. I wanted to do all of these different things. But I never once ever stepped on a field with intent to injure anyone. I never once had malicious intent for any of my teammates that might have been starting over me or whatever it is. I remember the first time I got to start, it was because someone was just doing a horrible job and he was so discouraged. Like, yes, I genuinely felt bad for the guy, even though I got to go into the game. I don't want to see someone's downfall so I can go up. But at the same time, too, if I'm the better option, I'm just doing 100% better. I got into the game. And honestly, I went into the game. I never looked back. I ended up starting for the rest of the year. The following year, went to college to play and everything. Once I had that opportunity, I sealed that door. However, till this day, the guy that I beat out and I took his position, he and I are great friends. Why? Because it was nothing malicious, right? And he will tell you that I was fiercely competitive, but we had a mutual respect for one another. So with that said, with my quest to rise to the top, greatly appreciate it. Share the show with your friends if you think this is interesting. Anyone within this space that is having these issues, whether it be self-doubt, insecurity, trying to get to the top or whatever it might be, once a kumbaya moment, whatever. I think this episode will help them find balance. Please share this with them. And I genuinely thank you for taking time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.